Sydney Festival and um, it's lucky that I've got my voice back because this show we have four guests which is more more guests than we've ever had on Out of the Box so yeah four that's a record and usually we have one occasionally a couple of people come in to tell us about their life and share some music that matters to them but we can't very well have four guests in here at once because our studio doesn't have enough microphones. And on that note, we're just uh, we're just puttering along. Help FBI out. Help us pimp our ride and become part of the FBI radio family today. We're in the middle of a supporter drive, and that means if you call 833-22945 and sign up as a supporter of this fine station, you can win sweet prizes and call up during this hour, and you have a chance of winning one of two $50 bearded tip vouchers. Now, I'll give you the go-ahead of when to call up for those. It'll be sometime through this show. So it's 833-22945 if you want to sign up as a supporter of this station. And first up, I am joined in the studio by a couple of pretty underground Sydney-siders. They've done it all, from DJing in sewers and coal mines to starting a fashion label that, frankly, I didn't even know how to pronounce the name of. Um, they're Dom and Adrian, otherwise known as the Bondi Hipsters. Uh, yeah, we don't really like being called that. I'm yeah. sorry. Bondi uh, Hipsters thing. It's yeah, because we're not really hipsters, but we are actually not hipsters, period, you know? Yeah. Oh. I mean, things are constantly changing. Uh, the state of fashion's evolving. The, um, you know, pop culture's constantly on the move. It's not really cool to give someone a label from a particular point in time because, you know, how they're supposed to change and how they're supposed to continue to evolve. Yeah, okay. beyond that. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? I don't mean, mean to kill the vibe or anything. It's nice to meet you. It, it's, it's, it's lovely nice to, be to have here. you yeah, on. Yeah. But um, so no, I'll call good. you Dom and Adrian, and you I mean, can a lot of people call you us can evolve evolve as Dom and Adrian. That's fine. I can use that. Yeah. yeah okay. Cool. cool. So not Bondi hipsters. They're the Dom and Adrian, and they're evolving Great. right before my very eyes. It's very exciting to see. And I've heard you've always wanted to be on FBI. Yeah. Um, there was there were a couple of false starts there where I think it was Nova and uh, Mumbrella. They lured you in, saying, saying that they were FBI. I feel yeah. like that is that is blasphemy to our brand. Yeah, a lot of people like to um, pretend they're FBI um, to lure us in to get us to talk because we only want to be on FBI because it's the most underground, destitute, struggling radio station in the yeah. country. I mean, probably the world. The fact is, like, in order for a station to exist purely by like supporters and, and more or less begging, we think that's really authentic and and actually quite cool. FBI is like the big issue of radio. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah, pretty much famous <laughs> people running it. Yeah. Yeah, we feel like that all the time. So if you call in on eight double three double two nine four five, please, please, it's a big issue. We are we are not rolling in it. I yeah, I shit you not. Literally, when we sat down here, a guy came in and he said, "Hey, everyone, is anyone using the internet? Because I'm going to turn off the Wi-Fi for a little bit." Totally. Like he literally wanted to turn off the Wi-Fi to save some megabytes for a little while. Cause yeah. That's how much FBI is struggling. And in fact, the producer came in and introduced himself, and he said, "Hey, um, my name is blah blah." Um, I've been, you know, been here for quite a while and I was just wondering if you could possibly help me out today. And he actually p- brought his hat around to all of us. Like he was like begging us for cash too. That producer is Zasha Rosen and, um, you know, he, you know, he needs a bit of help. He needs a bit of help in the dollar department, but so does FBI. So call in on 833-22945 and sign up as a supporter today. I'll let you know when those bearded tit vouchers are going on. What's the, a bearded tit? Okay, so Bitter Tit is a bar in Redfern. They're just up the road from FBI Radio, and they've got crocheted dicks in the window, which oh. is, I mean... Oh, that's a I relief. There. Yeah, it's such a relief. So now that you're finally in the hallowed halls of FBI, what kind of things can you see around you? What, what's the state of, uh, of the place? It's a lot of struggle, a lot of hardship. Uh, get a real sense of... Um, a sense of possibility in that everybody has a longing look in their eyes yeah. that, that maybe there's a better future out there. Yeah, yeah. And the only way is up, really. And, you know, a lot of lot of really excited interns, some evergreens that don't really need to be watered all that often. And it's know? really exciting. It's like a... It, it kind of has a wonderful spirit about it and it's nice to be in here. It's nice to know that it is... All the things that you hear are true, you know? That when you look around the room, you can see that there are kind of things hanging off the walls and... um you know, That's microphones mold. that are 
got rust gathering on them and the mold, a bit of asbestos, I think, in the roofing. We're basically a shack. So uh, call up on 833-22-945 if you'd like to uh, show FBI your love and help us pimp our ride out. And very exciting to have you guys on the show because I know that you have fantastic taste in music. I mean, I, I want to see how far you can push it on this show. I mean, we, we push it every day. We have new unheard of artists being played on the radio, you know, exclusives, you know, for just out of nowhere. We play shit from cassette sometimes. Totally. This is the first, uh, that was the first time we heard that Tunisian Desert Fruit act. Yeah. Um, was on FBI radio. You know, totally. Powell, Yeah, um, like he's an amazing desert flautist. And, you know, I'm really glad that FBI gave him, you know, the big ups that he, he actually needed. Mm. Um, w- what I would say is like, I really like the fact that FBI plays so many people that you just have never, ever heard of and, and probably never will again. And that's, that's quite nice. It's all in the spirit of... The, the group struggle, you know, the collective struggle. Yeah, that's it. Because that's what the music industry, it's like for the music industry out there right now. It's a real slog, you know. Yeah. We it, like to keep the acts underground. We play but, them once and then, then shelve them. But we do like food, you know. <laughs> like, I, we do like, I, I like music as much as I like food. And I, I think the track that I'd like to play actually is a blend of both of those things. Wonderful. What's it called? Well, basically it's called Circle Foods. It's a dance track that was created Um you know, uh, because of foods that are circular in nature. And I thought that was a really nice expression. You know, so no, why not make a song about foods that are round? And this this is um, was given to me by two of my DJ mates, um, Anthony McTeebone and also Richard Harris. It's and just it, as much of a concept as it is a song. That's right. Yeah. You're listening to Out of the Box on FBI 94.5. Today in the studio with us, Bondi hipsters, I mean Dom and Adrian. I'm Thank so you. sorry, guys. No, don't no, want okay. to fence you in. And here is Circle Foods, Ganarola. Circle Foods. 94.5. Circle Foods, brought in by my guests today, Dom and Adrian, otherwise known as the Bondi Hipsters, but not really on their terms. (laughs) No. So you guys, you guys have known each other for quite some time, but can I ask how you met? Um, Yeah, I, uh, this is Dom speaking. I grew up down in Melbourne um, and used to be, I used to do a bit of um, modeling work and did a couple of ads, saved up some cash, uh, went overseas. Well, you did a baked beans 
Uh, it's not important what it was. Well, I'm just saying it's just, like if you're gonna <clears throat> if you're gonna talk about you know what you did your modelling anyway, for you. it's modelling. And he was six. Yeah. Uh, it's modelling stuff. Um, okay. And then I went over to the UK and kind of travelled in the UK. And while I was over there, I met Adrian and we went on a, a bit of a Kentucky tour together. Yeah. And, uh, travelled around, smashed up some parties. That was really great. Had a good time. And uh, you know, Adrian said, "Do you want to come back and stay?" with my old man for a little bit in, in the east his old man's got this joint in Vaucluse and so he stayed there for a couple of months I hate my dad what he's, did he what did he do to you like uh, he is just a he's a banking dickhead oh. yeah like, yeah corporate ha- have you ever heard of the reptilians no I haven't yeah he's, he's quite Pretty likely it's one of those oh are they the lizard yeah. people yeah, yeah that's right I yeah see. that's right also known as reptoids and yeah, yeah. etc etc man I've never known someone who had a real reptilian dad yeah he's before. my dad yeah. he runs Amazing. Macquarie yeah bank, so that's the level of oh wow yeah <clears throat> anyway, level of go on um, and then so we, we spent a bit of time living there and then when Adrian's dad kicked him out and me with him we decided to move into a place together and start our own fashion label and you know since then we've just kind of been living together and I, I, together I would and say that we're actually like best friends we're pretty good friends no no Dom come on we're BFF F if there could be another F you know that's not a cool best friends forever 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 yeah that's right it's not that cool thing to say though okay I mean you seem you seem pretty close we're tight yeah we're friends you know we're hanging out hug it out So no, I just it's just one thing to say we're good friends. It's another to say we're BFFFs. Oh, we've said it before. You know, even though we had four dingers at the time, we said, "Are you my BFF?" And you said, "Yeah, it tits." And I was like, "You know what? You, if you're going to say that, you mean that thing. You know, you don't say something for no reason. You know what I mean?" Yeah, of course. Anyway, we're we're bound together for for eternity. I mean, you're best friends, but I have to say, Dom, you did kind of shoot Adrian one time. Look, yeah, I did shoot him with a gun, but yeah, but. It was under. We were shrooming in the countryside, and I thought he was an antelope. I didn't actually shoot him as a person. Yeah, that'd be a high crime. But I. Um, to be fair, I was eating grass at the time. Yeah, you know, and I was on my all fours. And he was holding two sticks above his head like antelope. Like an antelope, and in fact, I was asserting quite loudly at the time that I'm an antelope. I'm an antelope, and then. Yeah. And I couldn't really decipher um, spirit from body from animal. Um, because everything I was seeing everything as colors and more as elements of s- science and the universe than I was as actual, you know, things yeah. that exist in the real world. Yeah. Actually, speaking of spirit animals, we've got a track that you've brought in today. Never-ending story. Yes, related my spirit track. animal mm. is Falgor completely. Falgor. You know those movies um, when you're growing up and you basically realize that you are attracted to a certain sex you know you're, you're watching a movie and you're just reaching that age and you're like oh my god that's quite amazing mm-hmm. falco was that for me i was like you know what you know that got me over the edge you've got a um you've, you've left yourself a pretty small window for the rest of your life because if you're into old gray I'm- flying dragon dogs then I'm not sure he's the only one that's ever existed. Yeah, yeah. Not many luck dragons in Sydney, th- at least. No. I think the thing about this song, to me, that is so important is it gives you a real sense of possibility, a real sense of adventure, and when you listen to it, anything is possible. Enjoy. Look at what you see
FBI ninety four point five. How good is that song? It just happened. Oh, it's good, but I had a realization whilst listening to it. Yeah. And in fact, this realization actually happened a week or two ago when I was watching the movie again. Have you realized how creepy Falcor is? What do you mean? He is a dragon dog pedophile. Oh, Dom, don't you dare say that. Watch about it again Falcor. through that filter, and I'm telling. There's a really there's a suspicious, deep, disturbing side to the way that you know just tickle me behind the ear just give me a little bit of a tickle i guess he's got a bit of a mustache too and that tends to be a real dead giveaway he's like the old guy in family guy that gets the guy to mow his lawn and shit like the guy talks in the whistle yeah anyway i feel like you're about to do the voice you're poised on the edge (laughs) of that impersonation it makes me feel really good inside if i commit to that i'm not gonna be able to do that (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to think about Falgor literally the symbol of like freedom and hope as a pedophile. That, that that's not okay. Have you ever used Neverending Story in any of the DJ sets? Because I know that you've DJed not far and wide, but mostly like below the ground Totes. venues. Yeah, like kebab joints generally in the back of taxi cabs in in the car park at Seven Eleven. We tend to like to DJ as well. Jam out a few beads. Yeah, Sometimes totally. In, in the in the fridge. Yeah, home. totally. Just we all just get decks. we got all fucked up on fridge juice, and basically just drink the bottom of the fridge, and we all get like completely toasted, and then we just jam it out. It's great. Fridge juice is actually a really good party, um, real good party starter. You get it out. You um, if you want to, you can dry it out in the microwave. Yeah. Just chuck it in the microwave for a little bit, then pour it into a pan, lay it in the bed of an oven, pull it out, just scrape it off, cook it up at like 220 degrees, scrape it off, put a bit in a spoon. Light it up and then you just drink it like shots. Tets. Yeah, smashing fridge juice. Yeah. Can you sniff it? Of course you, you can. can. You, you can, can sniff, sniff it, anything. You know. <laughs> yeah, you can sniff. Yeah. You can sniff anything. Of course you can. You can sniff bath salts. Well, we actually have a giveaway to do right now. <laughs> Good segue. Yeah, I mean, it, was, it wasn't the smoothest one, but we really need to stop that. So also, I should probably um, give, give a continuous language warning for this show. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's just going out there right now. But if you call in right now to... Eight double three double two nine four five. You can get a bearded tit voucher for fifty dollars if you call up to become a supporter of the station. So that's as little as five dollars a month if you are a a concession, a student, or a sibling concession. And basically, if you think about it this way, you're paying off your supportership instantly. So please do call up to become a supporter of this fine station. It is um. Go on, sorry, Dom. Oh, no, I was, I was just doing the Han eyes. signal. I was just doing the Han signal so that you could throw to me when you're finished saying what you wanted to say. I didn't want to come in over the top of you. Yeah, you did really well, but um, it obviously didn't work. Nobody listens to the Han signals they teach you in here. No, I just wanted to say that Mark from the Bra um, called up and he signed up. And I just want to say, Mark from the Bra, thanks, Bra. Yeah, big um, shout out, man. I'm really glad that you came on board as a supporter. You know, because FBI needs all the help they can get, and it's a real, it's a real treat. You know. Yeah, but I mean, um, Mark was kind enough. He's he's supporting FBI. He let us film in his house um, when we shot our TV show Soulmates recently, and um, that's why we're giving him a shout out. But I just wanted to say, Mark, it's cool that you've signed up to help FBI, but you should also put some of that money into your kitchen, bro. Yeah, too. Because your kitchen could use a little bit of <laughs> yeah, a little yes. bit of a wash down. Yeah, so, which is perfect for us. So Soulmates is a is a show that you guys have been featured in. Um, could you could you tell us a little bit about what it's going to be like? Um. Uh, well, it it's going to be an extra. Well, basically, words. you know, it goes to the kind of whole BFF thing that we were talking about before. You know, sometimes um, friendships and love 
can transcend just one lifetime, you know. Um, and I feel that certain amount of affinity for Dom, although he doesn't admit it, he won't actually say it on air. But, you know, I know he thinks that way too. And so at least the TV show expresses that these two friends that have a bond in one lifetime can also have a bond in other lifetimes. So, you know. That's really sweet. Yeah, totally. So Dom and Adrian as, as cavemen and Dom and Adrian as Kiwi assassins killing Australians to protect you know, New Zealand's interests and then us as us and, you know, us as time travel agents in the future as well. I'm having a strange existential experience talking about our relationship in our lifetimes and I, it's, um, it's wigging me out a bit. Warm feelings? Cold feelings? Uh, warmish. But, but cold on the, on the outside because it's really freezing in this studio. Okay. Yeah, we need to um, <laughs> get some AC getting on in here. So if you call on eight double three double two nine four five, support this fine station that brings you amazing Sydney music and Australian music. Twenty five percent Sydney, fifty percent Australian. We usually go above and beyond those quotas just because we love the place so much. And there's lots of great stuff coming. And out look, of here. if you come and sign up now, I will make out slowly with anyone who signs up during the show, like really slowly, really passionately. I'll close my eyes. I'll clench your hand. Adrian's going to close his eyes for you. And I'll put my hands through your hair and hold the crook of your neck. That's going to put people off. Uh, okay. Okay. Out. Sorry. Anyway, <sighs> I think I got- we need. To, we just need to go to a song. <laughs> so we have a track that you've brought in. I, can you tell us a bit about this one? I've I've never heard of it before. Uh, we call this the uh, the groundbreaking tester. So okay. this song is basically. Um, look, I really like it as a track. It's done some great things. It's broken some new ground. But it's kind of just for us to test. FBI Radio, see how groundbreaking you are, see how underground you are. Okay, and, great. Um, it's got a little explicit flag on this, so I think I have to give a language warning. If uh, if you've got tender ears or kids around the, the radio, please do... Uh, yeah, and we're going to see how long we get through this track um, with FBI being able to actually maintain their broadcast license. All right, we'll see how we go. Just uh, be on guard. Try to live my life, live my life every day. Keep out of strife, come what may. I try to do unto others as I'd have them do to me. But it can't be done for everyone, and now it's plain to see. You are a cunt, 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 cunt. Big bad stinking cunt. Saying true, and it'll tell you you're a mother. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> that's good. Um. So there you have it. I, I think we That's just how lost undergr- our broadcasting license. One, two, three, four, <laughs> five. You are. So there was about eight C bombs in that 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 made it on air. So that's so. the marker of how underground you are. You are eight cunts <laughs> underground. underground. <laughs> and what, yeah, that 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 required a language oh warning as well. Oh, sorry, yeah, I'm full language warning. What the I will say. Continuous language warning. Is that word has become a bit of a noun that actually has evolved as a word, and certainly in this country, it has become a softer, curly word to use. So insofar as words, you guys seem to have like a particular way of talking. Is it the Bondi way of talking? Is it your way of talking? Where did it come from? What are you talking about? What do you, what do you, what mean, do you mean? You just, I mean, you said nam uh, as, as opposed to name. This is an Australian accent. Yeah, this is a perfectly Australian Like we might have traveled. What am I doing? I told you we traveled the UK for a little bit. Like, I see. Yeah, we did exactly. a 33-day Kentucky tour, right? And so. in fact, you, when you go through Eastern Europe in four days, you're going to pick things up, you know? Going to get a minor inflection. Yeah, exactly. Minor inflection. <laughs> okay. Sorry well, I think we've. I don't know if we have any songs left for you guys right now. Like, I we kind of have a little bit of a divide now because we're in the middle of the show. It's half past. It's half past midday. We've got another couple of guests coming in. Okay. Cool. So, um, you, I don't know if you know of them. Do you know Christian Van Vuren and Nick Boucher? Ugh. Ugh. They are such vibe killers. <laughs> Oh my god! I mean, I got to say, um, Nick Bosher has an amazing hind quarter. Like I'm telling you, some powerful thighs. Like you can tell, he either squats or bushwalks. You know, either one of those. I think Christian Van Vuren as a guy seems like a he seems like a gigantic dickhead. But if somebody was to play like a biopic of my life, I would want it to be him. Yeah, because Christian is a very good actor. He's quite a brilliant actor. That. Yeah. But okay. Well, we've got one last track from you guys. Okay. Uh, so this one's one of ours. It's also got a language warning. Yeah, I mean, it does. no one, no one on this show, no one on Out of the Box ever brings in a song that they've made themselves. I've never, I've never had this happen before. Yeah. I don't know whether it's a, I don't know whether it's 
cool or well, not cool listen, to do here's so. The thing, is we, when do you ever get the opportunity to be plugged into as underground an audience? Exactly. As FBI? Exactly. These other people have been telling us for ages that they're FBI and that's the only thing that gets us to go and visit those other people. So now that we're here, we're going to make sure that we make it count. And so this song's one of ours. And it's got a message for everyone out there. It's, a, it's, it's a very subtle message. Yeah, it's very subtle. You'll have to read between the lines. It's going to be on um, this soul, the Soulmates TV show anyway. Check it out. On FBI 94.5. We wrote the song after we got rejected on a bank loan, by the way, just so you know. They're all dead to me Fuck capitalism and democracy Fuck tax and the country and the GDP Just fuck the whole economy Fuck anyone who works in the CBD Fuck anyone who went to university Fuck the reptilian dynasty And fuck the whole Illuminati The lizard people watch with the all-seeing eye Top skyscrapers, infinity stories high Spitting on us from the top of the towers Flying first class, getting golden showers Such is the life of the I won't get on my knees and suck a manager's knob Just to be another dickhead with a full-time job Boom, 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 that's the sound of a truth bomb Bring a ding, ding, that's Barack Obama's intercom Get Dominic Adrian off the way Cause we're all truth bombs like it's the end of days Those guys were in a bit of a mood. Yeah, weren't they? Left. A little testy. Glad they're gone. Okay, so that that's kind of a relief to have those guys out of the studio. Dom and Adrian, otherwise known as the Bondi hipsters, they you know feel a little bit what was that, held the Bondi back by size? the yeah Bondi hipsters. So mm, they're from Bondi, they're hipsters, but they don't really want to own up to it. That's I fair don't know. enough. Hey. It's- Thank you so much for having us in the studio today. No worries. It is a real pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you in here. So we've got both Christian Van Vuren and Nick Boucher. Boucher, I, that's right. I accidentally said Boucher before, but we're back on track. <laughs> no, that's fine. That makes this, the, the, the surname sound a bit better. I've always thought that Boucher doesn't actually sound like a word. It's Yeah, that's like the bogan. Boucher is like a bogan noise. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Whereas Boucher would actually Boucher. give you a yeah. bit of... Mm, Boucher. But it's a real Nicolas pleasure. Boucher. Yeah, Nicolas Boucher. Yeah, Nicolas Boucher. Sounds a lot better. All right, it's it's an absolute pleasure to have you guys in Likewise. here. Um, you know, back as your normal selves because you are Bondi hipsters. You are. <laughs> oh, let's let's oh, I, I, guys, I don't <laughs> guys. Yeah, we are. We are. We'll, we'll just say it. Yeah. I'm just gonna say it. Yeah. I'm I'm AIDS, uh, and I'm Dom. Yeah. Uh, 
the um yeah that's we just killed the magic of radio. Yeah, did we? Transition sorry. of the characters. <laughs> yeah. This is all my fault. I'm just, so sorry, guys. Yeah. Even though we sound exactly like the people that we were pretending to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Radio yeah. at exactly the same time. There's no such thing as magic, guys. No. Nah. You're just on the radio. That's not what the that's not what the never-ending story song makes me think. Mm. Yeah. But I'm really glad you managed to get that on the airwaves. I think that's probably the the most exciting track of the day. A bit of a throwback. Yeah, those nostalgia. films are so pivotal to my upbringing. It's just mm. incredible. Never ending Fully. story. Dark Crystal, the Labyrinth. Labyrinth, Lion King, even. Awesome. Oh, just good. absolute. So many epiphanies in my life have come from that. I had this feeling um, when I heard that they were like making a new Point Break, and it was a similar feeling that I had when they were like making a new Total Recall. Yeah, and just don't making. Just don't you do dare it. Touch the Labyrinth. <laughs> Don't, yes. don't you dare touch the label. Yeah, 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 it's yeah. true. But it's, it's also kind of similar when it happens with a band. Say, you know, you've grown up with a band. Like, for example, I grew up with The Matches and I absolutely adored them. And Fair. then it got to a point when they were like, we're going to make another album and here's the name. And I was like, oh, that's not a good name. Don't make an album. I'm not going to listen to it. Yeah. Just don't ruin it. It's true. It's oh, really true. Have you yeah. seen The Labyrinth recently? Uh, no, I, I only saw the saw the music video for Magic Dance last night. Oh, really? Sorry, yeah, it could be a generation gap. It is the best. Well, David Bowie is the the lead in. He's the mm. he's the head magician. And I watched it recently. And goodness gracious me, you can see his plums through his uh, pants for the whole film. I think that's what that's... terrified me as a child when I watched that film. And fair enough. Yeah, it's, kids shouldn't watch that. Yeah, I was like, sh- what did he got in his pants? Yeah. Exactly. Didn't make you sense. can actually see a, 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 the line. You can see his. You know the difference between the top part of his plums and the and the the, the shaft part of his I think, plums. I think we just like triggered <laughs> an image spike on, uh, on Google sorry. searches sorry, of David Bowie labyrinth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you yeah. don't want to get Nick started talking about plums and dicks because no, you don't. go on about you it for the next you just 45 don't. minutes. Okay. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> away what I'm all from about. That. Yeah. All right, so yeah. you got you guys met uh, a few years ago. Right. How did you meet? Where did you meet? We met at a YouTube conference, so um, my, my history is uh, a handful of YouTube-y things, Beach Daz and, and so on, and, and Christian... What do you mean by so on? And so on. What's well, so look, on? you know, so I, we'll, if I'm gonna, we, we'll get to that at some point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll, yes. we, uh, so preserve your dignity well, for as listen, long as possible. No, it's fine. Uh, it Trent as well, and, and Christian had a had a string of videos that were killing it at the time mm. um, through Fully Sick Rapper, and I saw Christian's video at the YouTube conference for the first time, and I'm more or less creatively courted Christian. Okay. I was like, hey, so you we were, should... you were fanboying? Oh, big time. Big... Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, man, how are things? We there should was... jam. There was a mutual <laughs> level of fanboying happening. And okay. we, just, we just basically hung around afterwards and had a coffee and a couple of biscuits and decided that we need to start making stuff together. All yeah. right. So would you say now that you're more business partners or bros? Um, Brosness partners. Oh, oh, yes, Christian. That's really that. That's why you're in the creative industries. <laughs> Both. Uh, inevitably both. Like, you started creating so much that it has spawned um, a certain amount of business. You can't really avoid it as you, as you reach a, I say, certain point where we're still puppies. But, yeah, a bit of both, really. There also becomes a thing, like, because we're, um, you know, because we're all working so hard to, you know, between Nick, my brother Connor and I, we're all working so hard to get things going and, and you know, get Soulmates up the show and to keep putting Bondi Hipster stuff out and to get other creative projects going that you actually lose all of your social life yeah. um, anyway so the only people that you have the opportunity to be friends with are the people that you're working uh, you're with you're brosiness partners we're yeah. brosiness partners oh, I'm so glad it's a thing now pointing <laughs> yeah. it right here on Out of the Box on FBO Radio. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I want, I want to ask you guys, did you picture yourselves at that, you know, maybe age 20? I mean, you're closer to your 30s now, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And uh, To say closer to is being kind. I would say I'm beyond. Very kind if I'm going to be strictly, strictly speaking, <laughs> beyond. Yeah, strictly speaking and actually beyond. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So you, you probably at the age of 20 didn't picture yourself having a career in comedy, I would assume. Nah, um... Around Dumb. that time, <laughs> Christian. 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 <laughs> I want to make little placards, but you know, it would no. be a bit cheap. Did you just say placard? Is yeah, that how placard? it should be placard? pronounced? Placard? Is it placard or placard? Oh no, I've done it on the Listen, radio. No, I'm just saying it's <laughs> like, well, just in. I just recently watched Hungover when Old Mate says retard, <laughs> and you said placard. I was like, is that? Well, it on. wasn't a reference. I'm not funny yeah. like that. <laughs> you well, you could be. Sorry, go, bro. Go on. Um, at tw- no, yeah. <laughs> Quick answer is at twenty. Um, I didn't know what I wanted to do, and before before we started getting into um, what we're doing at the moment, I've had a whole string of hundreds of odd jobs of things like mm. you know retail jobs and different bar jobs and different 
bits and pieces and building jobs and manufacturing jobs and all sorts Jeez, of things. Jeez, some blue-collar roots there, sir. There's been <laughs> some blue collarage, yeah. a little bit of advertising in between and then kind of Cute. that led into this. Yeah, yeah. And I, I had absolutely no idea. I only started pursuing acting when I was 28. So previous to all of that, I was I felt so distant to ever becoming an actor or ever writing or anything like that. It was just a, a kind of a dormant... Uh, want or wish or something like that. We're going to talk about, sorry. Yeah, no, no, not at all. I was just going to say that I used to be in music management and um, the last time I was in here is when I brought in his record about, I don't know, six or seven years ago when I managed a guy called Lior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we should we throw to Lior right now? In fa- oh, no, not Lior. Actually, what was what was the other something track? Something very similar in? to Lior, actually. Yeah. Yeah, I Lior's think- a beautiful folk artist from, uh, he's now in Melbourne, but was in Sydney when, I, I were, when we were working together. But this is very similar. So, Christian, do you want to? Yeah, we're going to get jump into my first track. Is that what we're going to do? Or? Okay. Well, I'm kind of baffled. Which way do we go? There's so many options. We- I reckon, how about we go with Shoop? All right, cool. So, this song I, I wanted to bring in today because... This was a pivotal point for me and my um, puberty, um, and I remember when I first saw the music video for Shoop. It was I'm the glad first that we're doing a, a puberty mic break on on yeah. the box. I mean, this is a song story for you. Yeah, yeah. So there was a point um, where I was like going to pr- private school, and I might have um, just started to, you know, when you start. 13 years old or something, 14 years old, you start to get boners, start to wonder (laughs) what they're about, what they're for. Tell me about it. This was a song. (laughs) Yeah, this was a song that, to me, guaranteed my sexuality and that first made me go, wow, I want to do things to um, women, with women. As opposed to yourself at that point. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Okay, good, good. On FBI (laughs) 94.5, shoot. Really lowbrow. Dear Lord. We are so lowbrow. Look, I'm, I'm all about it. You listen out of the box it's with so Ash Bertabez and Christian Van Buren and Nick Bosher on FBI Radio. The ball legged one. <laughs> yeah. What's your name? Shoot. Damn, baby. That sounds sexy. Uh, here I go. Here I go. Here I go. Again, oh, girls, man. what's my weakness? Yeah. Okay, then chillin', chillin', mindin' my business. Right. You saw the look around and I couldn't believe this. I swear, I stand. My niece, my witness. The brother had it going over. Coming to 
this way. Ooh. Yes, and the V wanna get with me. Cool, uh -huh. but I'm wicked. G yeah. hit skins whenever quickly. Right. I hit the skins for the hell of it. Just for the yell I get. Mm -mm -mm, for the smell of it. You want my bar? Here's the hot rod. hot rod. 12 inches to a yard and have you sounding like a. Big one of a 6'2 wanna hit you. So what you wanna do? What you wanna do? Mm, I wanna shoot. shoot. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Look at that man. I love it. I love, I love that love song it. so much. We yeah. were just jamming out in the studio. We then. did. I want you to know that every <laughs> single lyric these guys were were singing along with, with <laughs> with the very kind of like sassy hands, like yeah. the single finger. Oh no! Shoulders. Oh no, he Shoulders. didn't. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And at some point we sang it to each other. There was a few little rhymes that we just rapped to each other. And, and we like, totally yeah. forgot about when the dude comes up at the yeah, end. Yeah, and we're, and like, we're like, oh, that's right, this happens. <laughs> yeah. The synergy in here is incredible. For the smell of it. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Such an era that's so long gone. Yeah, there's, there's no one to take their place, though. I feel like no. Salt and Pepper, we're just saying, like... I would love to be um, reincarnated as either salt or pepper because oh. I think that that's the most fun existence you could have as a woman in this world. Totally Boy. valid. Mm. Absolutely valid. And so it's a bygone era. Like, I was listening to Boys to Men the other day and that guy that kind of breaks in and goes, girl, that, that interlude, that talking interlude, like, girl, I miss you so bad. <laughs> hey, I, I want you back. I, please have me back. It's that era is just gone. I'm not oh, even man. trying to make a gag. It was just... Can I record you saying all that later? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just... Just to lay down. Yeah, with. just to just to fall asleep to and um, nothing. Uh, anyway, so okay, nothing. I think I think it's time to turn our attention to Christian Van Vuren. <laughs> mm -hmm. Christian first hit the public eye when he was very much hidden away from it, and uh, in quarantine in hospital with a life-threatening illness. It was there they became known as the fully sick rapper, making hilarious rap videos in his abundant alone time. And those vids went viral, which is how he eventually met Nick, who is also on the show today. And now we're, you know, we're sitting here all together because of all of this thing. I really don't think it would have happened if he didn't get tuberculosis. Yeah, fully. I wouldn't like to say, you know, this, it's, tuberculosis isn't all there is to you, but obviously it's an interesting story. What what happened? You, you were traveling and then you got back and... Yeah. At, what, at what point did it become a problem? So um, I was travelling overseas, had a bit of a cough. Um, you know, my my trip ended. I came home. The cough hadn't stopped. Um, I had assumed that it was just a bit of a, a travel, you know, a bit of a travel flu type thing because um, we were staying at a lot of backpackers and we were doing a lot of drinking. And um, at the time, I was smoking a lot of cigarettes when I drank, and so I thought it was something to do with that. And anyway, I got home and I just started to wake up in the middle of the night with like really bad night sweats and um then eventually one day at work maybe two and a half three weeks later after getting at home i um was out at lunch and started coughing blood and i went to the hospital and they've ran me through an x-ray and found that i had a hole in my lung about the size of a 50 cent piece that's hick duck yeah uh, and then i spent yeah. six and a half months in hospital nobody wants that that's it's not a, ideal it is a trip like i've said it to you before vano but like it's some crazy shit that you turned having tuberculosis into this reality of you creating stuff. It's crazy. I was really lucky at the time because like, there was a lot of good things to come out of it and a lot of I mean in a lot of ways it was actually really nice to still be fit and healthy and 27 and go through a really major health issue and be able to come out of that and go these are the things that I want to change in my life. Yeah, priorities. Yeah, fully. Mm. Nothing like six months alone or seven months almost alone to give you a, a bit of time to think about shit. And that's but, the time where you actually do a lot of self-reflection like as you're approaching your 30s you're like you start thinking about like what is it that I want to do and mm. that the junction of your could tuberculosis is perfect. Mm. Could I ask what kind of things did you realise that really stuck out to you? What kind of thoughts plagued you when you were stuck there and you didn't really know if you were going to actually make it out alive yeah the there was there was a, a moment where um for kind of a month or so amongst that six months we weren't sure whether we had the combination of drugs right um because they were giving me a bunch of antibiotics that turned out not to be working the the bugs were resistant to those mm -hmm. antibiotics so then they were trying to find a new combination of antibiotics to be working and there's this period where they weren't sure whether they were kind of onto a batch of drugs that worked and throughout that period which was the kind of most heavy part of it um 
I would kind of go in and out of some really depressive states and um, some really kind of like, why me? Why is this happening to me? But what have I done? What do I deserve? Blah, blah, blah. But then also seek, you know, help online and look online at other people who are going through similar situations. And it was kind of through that process of like feeling really selfish and terrible and, and down um, that I've kind of started realizing how much better I had it than... 99% of other people with this illness just because I was in Australia and because I had free medical care and because I could be isolated by myself on mm-hmm. my own and kept safe from you know other illnesses as well yeah. but um cuz it's the the MDRTB has a mortality rate of 95%. It kills most people that get it. Wow, that um, that's multi-drug scary. resistant by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the 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 problem is predominantly that people can't afford treatment or that people don't yeah. get effective treatment or that people aren't given the circumstances to heal properly. And um, we're, we're just really lu- – I'm genuinely lucky that I was back in Australia when it happened because I spoke to a lot of people, a lot of families, a lot of, um, you know, people that would have been touched by that disease in other ways and have not been so lucky. Yeah. Um, and also, like – even just outside of the healing thing, like I was really lucky that I had people like, you know, my brother Connor who would come in and um, spend way more time than the doctors would allow and help help me film videos and make, you know, write things for me to shoot and he'd help edit videos and the whole situation, we became a lot closer together and that's been part of, a big part of the, you know, coming out of hospital and being able to do creative work. And So you, you weren't close before that? We... Had gone through that thing that I suppose a lot of young people go through, which is like you have a sibling who lives down the hall from you in your parents' house and you're really close when you're kids, but then somewhere between the ages of like 14, 15, 16, they just become that barrier between you and the bigger bedroom or you and the better Christmas presents or you and the nicest looking steak on the plate. You know what I mean? Like, So you argue over all this silly petty shit and all of a sudden you wake up one day and you're not friends. But um, going through that kind of situation of illness... Bought it, you know, it actually brought me a lot closer to heaps of my good friends and it brought me a lot closer to my, my brother and my family. So what did you want to change by the time you actually walked out of the doors of the hospital? Uh, the main thing was that I realised how much time is spent um, working, uh, you know, how much time you actually spend working between 8 o'clock in the morning and 6pm at night. And if, if I'm going to be healthy and I'm going to be okay from this point, I want to make sure that that time working is spent doing something that I really enjoy doing because you can get so wrapped up in paying bills and so wrapped up in like the stress of just the costs of life that you forget you know when when I was going through that really hard month not once did I think oh I wish I paid those bills or you know I wish I sold more product at that job that I was working for like you don't think of the career thing at all you just think of the I wish I spent more time with these people I wish I'd um, spent more time with those people I wish I'd left a stamp that when people google me and my family there's going to be some cool shit left around you know like (laughs) my grandkids one day or something I don't know so that's it got me to go I want to spend the rest of my life doing something that I enjoy doing fantastic so during during your confinement in the hospital, you made a bunch of videos of the Felicic Rapper. They went incredibly viral. That led you to doing a YouTube conference and actually talking about that experience there, which is where you met Nick, who we'll hear from in a moment. Now, what song should we go to, guys? I'm I'm kind of, you know, tossing up the Rufus Wainwright. You've got some of that here, or we could, Green Day. Potentially. We could play. What What are you feeling like? Like we just went from Salt and Pepper. Uh, which soup was another word for something else. So it was a little bit hot and heavy by its very, you know. But what if we finish my songs and then we can do your ones? Cute. And that, that knock, let's knock Green Day out of the way because oh, yeah. this was a song that really helped me in isolation. And right. um, yeah, good. it was a good one to listen to when you feel like shit and everything's going downhill. Fantastic. You listen to FBI 94.5. Today on the show, we had Bondi hipsters. Now we've got Christian Van Vuren and Nick Bosher. This is Green Day. Brain stew. Having trouble trying to sleep. I'm counting shit but running out. As time ticks by, still I try. No rest for cops in my mind. On my own, here we go. 
like they're gonna bleed Right up in bullshit on my skull My mouth is dry My face is numb Something's spun out in my room Oh my own Dear Lord, I'm so glad that yeah, happened. Yes. That was real. Oh, <sighs> I enjoyed that. That's and then good. it segues into Jaded, which is another great song by Green Day. But, you know, I, I shamelessly adore that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. There's honourable pursuit. Thank you, Christian Van Buren, for bringing that track on. Thoroughly bloody enjoyed it. No worries. And now I'd like to turn our attention to the wonderful Nick Bosher, who, at hey. the age of 28, yeah, Nick decided to start acting. Yeah, what an idiot. And his big break came by being Beach Days, bro. Yeah. I tried. It didn't that was, I thought well. it was pretty good. I got the concept entirely. <laughs> that video went viral, and since Nick has shown a crazy knack for creating viral content, as a beach as well, as Trent from Punchbowl, and as Adrian from Bondi Hipsters. Ooh, what was that second one? <laughs> oh, weird. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That I guy. mean, you he's do, not real. You do have this other secret life as Trent from Punchy. Yeah, it's a thing. Is he still alive and well inside you? I want to know. one hundred percent. There is a dark dark crevice within my soul that I can easily draw on at any point to dark talk. crystal. <laughs> yeah, dark crystal. Nick has like a dark crystal at home <laughs> that he rubs and Trent comes out. Yeah, it's fully... It's, like, I actually have a come down for a day after doing that guy. The terrible things that come out of my mind and go through my mind... Horrible. But yeah, good times. Good times. Very good. Um, yeah. So I was completely convinced that Trent from Pantrol was like, he was a real guy. And I felt yeah. really bad for him and his mum. I was like this poor mentally ill young man <laughs> who's been probably fed drugs by his awful friends and yeah, been yeah. filmed and now he's going to be humiliated. What a poor guy. Yeah. It's so good that that's your take on it, that he's yeah. actually a mentally ill guy yeah. who's been fed drugs by all the people around him. Because yeah. that's what he seems like. That's mm. 100% a victim. He and you know, 99% of people think Trent's a real guy. Yeah. Oh, so actually, probably the best piece of Australian acting that has ever happened. Hey, get probably. out of it! I mean, I, I'm surprised you haven't won an award for that. Oh, it's impossible. I don't think that would be possible. <laughs> There's not I'm a not crack s- award. <laughs> yeah. There's not a tweak disturbing expression of humanity award. Do you, Do you keep up, Trent? Is Trent still like? Is there any? Is there any like Trent merchandise or Trent yeah. videos? Funnily or... enough, we still, like, which is quite obscure for both Beach Daz and Trent, we still tick over quite a lot of merchandise, which is just bizarre. At, at the time, my very my co-creators of Beach Daz and Trent from Punchy, Jared Green and Anthony McFarlane, they're quite industrious folks, so they created a merchandise line and this, that, and the other. And um, we still, to this day, have a cafe press store that sells Trent stuff. And is Trent alive? You know, maybe, maybe I'd do more, but. We'll see. We'll nice. see. Yeah. And um, I wonder when you you know started acting when you were twenty eight, whether you pictured yourself peddling, uh, <laughs> merchandise with a with a cute little beach daz whale on it that would actually get 
get hosted in uh, in Super A. Yeah. You pictured that happening? No, not <laughs> for shit. In fact, uh, oddly enough, I didn't think the idea was particularly good. Let's go, that goes to show how much business acumen I have. Like when Jared and Macca mentioned that Super A were interested, I was like, oh, I just think it's a bit uh, cheesy, blah, blah. You know. Anyway, go for it if you guys think it's a good idea. Long story short, we ended up selling about 100,000 t-shirts. And I, I met, it's funny, I met with the... the that's a third of the population of they Iceland grossed, guys. They grossed like <laughs> 2.7 cool. million More, dollars. actually. So I met with, wow. the, with the guy that actually did, did the deal with us and it's their highest selling product ever and we sold over 100,000. In fact, grossed over $3 million for a silly shirt. You're with a fucking s- sellout, man. <laughs> yeah, I'm such a sellout. <laughs> but, but that said, I want you to know that of that, you get like half a percent and then tax man has a say so yeah we walked away with not much but it was still fun like it was yeah. a ball yeah it's interesting because you seem you seem like larrikins i mean you, if you think of bondi hipsters you seem like a couple of couple of dickheads really yes and you yes. know turn from punchy even beach does i mean really you know kind of not that sophisticated you no. might think but really like you guys do conferences on the side of what you do you have a really a really kind of you know great business mind and and, you know, is that something you pictured yourself doing? Personally, again, definitely not. I think I'm – the reason why I personally do any conference stuff on the side or, or any of that kind of jazz is because, you know, as, as you said, I, well, as I did, I started at 28. And I, I really would love the idea of as many people as possible creating – stuff and I think as you get a little bit older into your late 20s like shit I could never create I can never be an actor because it's too late and there's not money in it and blah 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 and I would hope to think that through my story maybe people go you know fuck it I'll, I'll give it a bash and I'll start creating stuff because everybody has great ideas you know mm. yeah. my excuse for doing conferences is a lot less um, lot less special mine's more that they're just a great opportunity to meet people who can potentially yeah do business with one that day. Too. And head <laughs> to. Hence what's happening right here in front of me, yeah. where I have Christian Van Buren and Nick Bosher. Oh, dear. It has been quite a time on Out of the Box today, but I, it's almost time for us to take the track the of the day. The final track. Yes, so I'll leave it up to Nick because okay. we, we he's been slightly bereft of, of song choices. We've run out of time, but no. what we're going to do is if you go onto fbiradio.com and you go to the programs and playlist page and you go to Out of the Box, you can find links to the other songs that they were uh, that we were going to play on this show. There were so many, so many great things that could have been done. Great things were done, and uh, the rest of them are all available on the website. And uh, it is it is the supporter drive for FBI right now. So I'd really love it if you could support the station that supports Sydney, that supports Australian music as well. We are reachable on eight double three double two nine four five eight double three double two nine four five is the number to call if you want to become a supporter of the station. It can, it can you know you can get into it from as little as five bucks a month, which is not even a coffee in the city. Can I say something? Um, I'd like to become an FBI supporter. Today. Really? Yeah. Oh my How gosh, good this is magical. What a good bloke. What a good bloke Bosch is. <laughs> Nick Bosch. Hey. Eyes are on you, Christian. Well, I'll, I'll do it in a month when I get paid next. I've, I've literally got like $13. After all this talk of us being successful and yeah. talking at conferences and blah, 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 I've Millions got 13 of dollars bones. for merchandise. Yeah. 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 Okay, so my, the song that I'd like to play is a song that Christian and I heard this morning. Um, so we're, we're currently working with a producer for our um, uh, a set that we're performing at the Beach Road Hotel. Uh, when? Next Wednesday night. Next actually. Wednesday night. Well, we're not performing. Oh, yet. sorry. The Bondi hipsters. The Bondi hipsters are. are performing. Yeah. So this fellow is is helping us create a bit of the the set. Johnny Green. And we heard the track this morning. As soon as he played it, we were like, "Oh, get stuff. Get that out is a of really good song. Here, please. Yeah. You get out of here, please. <laughs> so Johnny Green's an original track of his called Move Slower, and it's just it's just delicious. Isn't Move it? Yeah. Slower. All right, I'm uh, trying to find where that is. Is this the remix one? Is this a remix? Yeah, of that's else's exactly track? right. Uh, no, no, this is an original tune. Could I grab a producer in here with oh, a track? And in fact, a track could be coming. Yes, a USB is not getting run in here, but there is a producer in here. Um, oh, that one. Okay. One second, just load it. Thanks. <laughs> oh, such professional work here. But if you uh, yeah. call on eight double three double two nine four five, you can get 
enough enough dosh into the station to give presenters like me a little bit more training because we need it. I love the oh transparency boy. of that yeah, interaction. It's just like, oh, <laughs> we don't know where it is. We'll just sort it out. We'll just work it out. <laughs> Look, yeah. really, I don't, I don't think I have many other options. But, guys, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. And I'm actually really excited to see Soulmates. The trailer looks incredible. <laughs> oh, cool. oh, thank you. We're, so, we're excited to put it out there. Yeah, it's coming out on the 23rd of this month, I believe. That's right. Yeah, Thursday yeah. the 23rd. It'll be 9.30 p.m. on ABC2. How will you be celebrating? Uh, oh, you know what? I'm going to hug my girlfriend on the couch. And I'm going to lay there on <laughs> yeah. the couch and I'm going to just watch. I'll probably end up getting extremely anxious and refreshing Twitter every five seconds seeing what people Don't say Don't do about it, it to yourself. I have to. Don't get off the teat of the world, sir. Yeah, I have a problem with things like that. <laughs> I have to fly. I have to literally leave the country, I think, because I'll be really quite nervous. Really? And excited, of course. Excited. You want to be away from the Wi-Fi. Oh, just <laughs> I just I get ticky about that kind of stuff. I find it really hard to watch myself, actually. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, can't handle it, mate. <laughs> that's what Nicole Kidman says as well. Really? There you, go. Yeah. you guys are basically like Nicole we Kidman. Are, you're pretty much Nicole <laughs> Kidman. Hopefully the same as that. And now it's time for that wondrous track that we've got coming your way on uh, Out of the Box. Move slower, Johnny Green. Yeah. Indeed. Thank you for having us so much. It's been an absolute bloody pleasure. Thanks, guys. See you. FBI at radio. 
the official choice of Bondi hipsters when it comes to radio. Apparently we are the only station that they listen to because nobody listens to us. Out of the box. Out of the box. Out of the box. Out of the box. Meet people through their music. With Ash Bertabez on FBI. <laughs> 